You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, podcast friends. I'm Kenny Ortiz coming at you from Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. This is episode 202, and we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. No doubt, a very popular topic in in many Christian circles. Uh, The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, the third person of the Godhead. I've dialogued about uh, the Trinity in previous episodes, um, and I've dialogued a lot about the Holy Spirit in previous episodes. I've talked uh, extensively in different episodes about the work of the Holy Spirit, um, how He brings sanctification into our lives, how He brings conviction to our lives. The Holy Spirit does a variety of things. Um, I also did a, a whole series of episodes, I think like 14 consecutive episodes, about uh, the the work of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I talked about things like speaking in tongues and prophecy and charismatic Christianity and talked about uh, cessationism and a whole long uh, list of things related to the Holy Spirit. I encourage you if you're interested in diving into any of those topics uh, or having any of those questions answered, check that out. The easiest way to find those is on the website. You can head on over to theologyfortherestofus.com. You'll see a search box there on the front page. Just type in Holy Spirit and you'll get a whole bunch of episodes will will pop out. I would encourage you, uh, if you're interested in learning more about the Holy Spirit, to check out uh, those episodes. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to dialogue specifically about the difference of how the Holy Spirit functioned in the Old Testament versus the New Testament. I was inspired to uh, dive into this topic uh, by an email I got from a regular listener, a guy by the name of Joe. Uh, I've actually answered some of Joe's questions on the podcast before, uh, or at least one, maybe more, I can't remember. Uh, Joe, I apologize that it's taking me so long to get to this. Uh, Joe sent me this email several months ago, and I'm just now getting into it. So I apologize, but excited to dive into it today for you. Um, let me read to you a little bit of Joe's email. He says this, Hey, Kenny. Um, In the Old Testament and the New Testament, there seems to be a noticeable difference in the Holy Spirit's operation in directing the believer's life, in trying to reconcile this conundrum. I've come up uh, with some ideas. Please explain the difference in the Holy Spirit's operation evidenced in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. Joe, this is a great email, great topic. Um, I'll tell you this. There is no doubt that the Holy Spirit seemingly functions differently with believers or seems to operate differently than the New Testament. I think it seems that way. Um, but, but when you really begin to kind of really study and look through it, you see that it's not so much that the operation of the Holy Spirit is different per se. What the Holy Spirit is doing in the Old Testament and what the Holy Spirit is doing in the New Testament is, is actually identical. Um, the Holy Spirit is doing the same thing. He has not changed. His role and his uh, his or the role he plays in the lives of believers and how he interjects and intervenes in the lives of believers is the same and always has been. Uh, that The Holy Spirit goes on behalf of the Godhead and, and is is the one that is sort of kind of uh, of doing things on behalf of the Father and the Son, uh, regenerating people, g- going alongside of believers, being our comforter, uh, being our uh, being our, our our power to do things. So the Holy Spirit is doing the same thing. I think the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament comes where uh, the availability or how frequently um, the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament seemingly is selective and more temporary with believers. So there, there are specific moments when a specific believer is called upon by God to do a specific task and the Spirit of God will come upon and the Holy Spirit comes upon that 
person and gives that person the supernatural power to do whatever it is God was calling upon that person to do. Um, but typically, the power of the Holy Spirit was was limited to to one person or just a few people at a particular time, and for you know, and, and it was typically limited time periods. It wasn't like the Holy Spirit was on that person for for their entire lives. It was seemingly be be specific moments for specific ministry task, so to speak. Um, th- th- what we see in the New Testament, though, is something very unique or different, and that is that the Holy Spirit seems to be universal for all believers and is now permanent for all believers. So we see in the Old Testament, David in Psalm 51 praying to God, do not do not take away your Holy Spirit. But we see in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul saying that the Holy Spirit has indwelled us and that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit, that it, it is our guarantee uh, until the day of redemption. And so we see different understandings in the Old Testament that the, the believers of the Old Testament seem to understand that the Holy Spirit could come upon them in certain moments for a specific task. But in the New Testament, we see a new, we see an expansion of that, of rather than the Holy Spirit only coming on certain people at certain times, we see the Holy Spirit being poured out on all people, on all Christians um, at all times. And so if you are a believer, the Holy Spirit has been poured out upon you fully at the moment of your salvation. The Holy Spirit indwells you. He fills you. He comes alongside you. He is your, your paraclete, which means he is your he is your your helper that comes alongside of you, that helps you through all things and gives you wisdom and guides you. He is that. And the Holy Spirit baptizes us. We see that in, in, in both in the book of John. Uh, Jesus talks about this and we talk and we see uh, and we see the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit baptizing people, giving us supernatural power to do great gospel ministry uh, on behalf of the kingdom of God and the family of God. Um, and this is being poured out on all people. The Old Testament saints understood that only certain people could have the Holy Spirit poured on them, poured out on them in that way. Um, but the prophet Joel prophesies that one day there'll come a day where the Holy Spirit is poured out on all flesh, not just uh, a few prophets or a few people for specific purposes, but on all of the people of God. And we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 that this prophecy that the prophet Joel gave us was fulfilled. The prophet Joel says... The prophet Joel understood in his t- in his day that only the prophets at certain times or certain people at certain times could have the Holy Spirit poured out on them. Um, but he's the one that says, listen, there's going to come a day where all of the people of God have all of the Holy Spirit poured out on them. And it is permanent from the day it's poured out on them. The Holy Spirit, I just said it, didn't I? I'm sorry. It's a he. The Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a he. I apologize. Um, that the, the moment the Holy Spirit the moment he is poured out on the of the people of God, that the people of God hold on to him for the rest of their lives. The prophet Joel made that prophecy, and then several centuries later, in the book of Acts, that that prophet that um, at the day of Pentecost, we see that prophecy fulfilled. We see believers having the Holy Spirit poured out on them. We see the Apostle Paul uh, in Ephesians 4.30 saying that we ought not grieve the Holy Spirit because we are sealed with the Holy Spirit to the day of redemption. Um, We see in Corinthians, Paul talking about the the Holy Spirit anointing us, he being the seal. This is sort of the the down payment that promises that that we're going to be with Jesus forever. The Holy Spirit is given to us as a guarantee that we'll be with God forever. 
And so, uh, so what I see the Holy Spirit doing in the Old Testament and the New Testament are not is not any different at all. I see the Holy Spirit regenerating believers, empowering believers, giving giving believers the ability to 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 preach with boldness, to prophesy, to do supernatural, miraculous things. We see the Holy Spirit comforting, guiding, giving wisdom, giving guidance. We see the Spirit of God doing incredible things in the lives of believers in the same way, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. The only difference is in the Old Testament, they were only certain people in certain time periods. It was temporary. But in the New Testament, we see the Holy Spirit being poured out on all believers, and it is permanent. You have the fullness of the power of God in you because you have the Holy Spirit with you. And this is a promise that God gives us. Uh, Jesus speaks a lot in John chapter 14 about the Holy Spirit, and he says this in fourteen seventeen. He says, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he resides with you and will be with you. What an incredible promise. The promise that the Holy Spirit will be with us is an incredible promise that we ought to find incredible comfort in. That is exciting. So the bottom line, again, I see the Old Testament and New Testament being the same in terms of the work of the Holy Spirit. He's doing the same thing. He's just doing it for more people on a more permanent basis. And again, that is very exciting. Hey, Joe, thank you so much for the email. I really appreciate it. More than that, I'm really thankful uh, for you being a loyal listener. Big thanks to you. Uh, for anyone listening to this, if you have a question about anything I've said, you want me to bring some clarity to, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Or if you're listening to this and there either is a particular question about theology or a particular topic you want me to address on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you as well. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, if you know someone that you think would make a great interview guest, I'd also love to hear from you. Shoot me an email so I can connect with that person. Hey, if you want to guarantee you never miss an episode of the podcast, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. That'll guarantee that every episode gets delivered directly to your device. And if you love the podcast, do me a huge favor. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Those reviews are a big, big help to the show. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.